you are officially canceled, Ralph William. You are canceled. You take your liberal ass to the doctor and get a fucking vaccination so you don't have COVID anymore, you asshole. But we love you. Bye. <laughs> love you. Having conversations about society, one cup at a time. Coffee with RW. Pour yourself a cup and join us. A home cafecito. <laughs> what is going on, everybody? Thank you for joining. This is Coffee with RW. Yours truly, Ralph William. Follow me on Twitter at the Ralph William on Twitter, and uh, follow me wherever you get your podcast. It is called the Ralph William Podcast, and uh, enjoy it, enjoy it as much as you can. Because uh, hey, I'm not everybody else, right? Anyway, please uh, follow my internet radio station also on Twitter. WESN Radio on Twitter. WESN Radio on Twitter. And also all the other social medias like Instagram, TikTok, all that good stuff. <clears throat> Finally, we have a Patreon that we're trying to jumpstart and get it out there. We have it done. I mean, we have it there. We have content there. So uh, please feel free to click in the description box below. And join the Patreon, get some extra content, extra, you know, behind the scenes thing. Uh, if you want to be a part of the station or if you want to be a co-host, that stuff is always there available. So please consider to be a patron and uh, keep us going. Thank you. All right. So I got my cup of coffee. Do you have yours? Do you have yours? Because I do. Today is the same as yesterday. A nice Folgers cup of coffee with some pumpkin spice and cinnamon and with my silk almond milk coffee creamer and this is how we do it today what's up mama bear tracy so if you have your coffee mugs your travel mugs your sippy cups your doggy bowls if you have a beer hat and you want to drink it like that then go ahead and do so and join me in a sip of cafecito Yes. See, now I kind of, uh, I don't know why, but it got cold really quickly. It's not as hot as it should be, but <clears throat> it's still good. Morning, Brina. Brina, Brina, have you seen her? What's going on? Uh, yeah. Yeah, baby. <clears throat> I like it. So. I hope everyone is having a great morning. I want to say um, shout out to those that are joining us in the chat. If you want to join live in the chat, download download the Podbean app, <clears throat> P-O-D-B-E-A-N, on your app store and look for yours truly, uh, the Ralph William Podcast. And hit that follow button. That way you're notified when I go live and you can join and have a conversation with not only myself in real time, but also with <clears throat> uh, all of the great people that are on the Podbean app, uh, like Tears, like Brina, like 
Mama Bear Tracy, and many, many more. That way, uh, you know, you get to learn something, learn about people. It's a good thing. Uh, you sound about, oops, you sound a bit better today after getting some some sleep. Yes, Mama Bear Tracy. I didn't get a long amount of sleep, but I, I got a, the right amount of sleep. The day before, I couldn't sleep at all for some reason, so I stayed up all night because I didn't think I was going to be able to make it to do, uh, you know, the, the show. So I decided to just stay awake, power through, stay awake all day. The next day I did, and uh, I clocked out at like, I don't know, 9, 9.30 or something. And then I woke up at like 3.30 in the morning. I think four, maybe, I don't know. And uh, here we are. Here we are again. Here we are again on my own. What's going on? Harsh, thank you for joining. Naresh, thank you for joining. Uh, Something Love, how are you? Thank you for joining. Good morning, Woody Bush. I hope you're doing well. And uh, we'll get this going. Uh, I don't take calls in the beginning of the show because I have things that I want to get through. But once I get through all of that, we'll take calls at the end. And, uh, you know, you can talk your stuff. I shouldn't be taking calls at all. You know, that should be exclusively only for those that subscribe to uh, Patreon. That's uh, one of the tiers. So uh, enjoy it while it lasts because uh, after certain amount of time, I will not be accepting any calls from just anybody. So, just throwing that out there. Sorry, but uh, 2023 business models need to be made. <clears throat> anyway, so uh, one of the things that I wanted to discuss, well, just I, I don't have an exact clip, but one of the things that I uh, came across in the morning, I was rushing through. Um, trying to find something that uh, you know that might interest me or anybody out there. But one of the things that I came across is, uh, <clears throat> which, <laughs> and of course it had to do with, it has to do with short people. So, you know, <laughs> uh, apparently there's this there was an op-ed on uh, the New York Times. Somebody saying that. Uh, that you need to sleep with or find a mate uh, that is short because it helps with climate change. <laughs> it, hel it helps offset a uh, uh, carbon footprint. <laughs> Fake news says tears. I uh <clears throat> I wanted to go I wanted to uh go through the article but uh for some reason it's behind I only I was only able to to see the you know the first line but it's behind a paywall for the New York Times so I wasn't going to uh pay for it but I I felt it was <laughs> it was pretty funny um that uh, that caught my attention that caught my attention Hey man, we short people need love too, man. Damn, it's bad enough you tall people out there, you people that are five seven and up. Uh, 
if I remember correctly in the in parts of the article, it said that you guys were the ones that were able to get the best out of everything, you know, livestock from uh, back in the day, you know, the best mate. And, uh, of course, Man Cave in the chat, who is six foot something. Yes, brother. Man Cave from the UK. How are you, my friend? And uh, I kind of thought that was pretty interesting. And, and to find that in the New York Times, it's like they're telling you, like, look, you need to, <laughs> you need, you need to find a, a short mate just to uh, offset some carbon footprint. Hello, Naresh. How are you? As long time no see, my friend. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing well, bro. <clears throat> it's been a while. It's been a while. Hello, uh, Shelby. How are you, Shelby? Hello. Damn, the chat is going pretty quick. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm missing. I'm listening. Ugh. I'm missing people. Uh, and, of course, some names that I can't pronounce. But hello. Thank you, everybody, for joining. So um, let me see what I have here. Hold on. The Federal Bureau of... Well, one of the things that I do want to mention is uh, this article that I found pretty much stating that the FBI uh, paid Twitter a couple of million dollars to, uh, to help suppress certain voices on Twitter and, and of, of course, suppress... Uh, information that everybody was talking about i mean of course was that is that any is that a surprise a lot you know a lot of the things that i slowly realizing you know when my parents or maybe my father would say or maybe just any older older general uh older person would say He's like, you know, the world is a very cruel place. They're always going to keep you down. Uh, everything is stacked against you, which might be true because, I mean, slowly that illusion is, 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 de is decreasing. The illusion of you living in a free country or, or freedom of speech or no one is controlling you. I mean, it's being done in this article. Let me go through it. The Federal Bureau of Investigation paid Twitter $3.4 million to ban or suspend accounts for foreign influence and misinformation on the social media platform. The FBI has been policing speech on the social media site for years, eventually paying Twitter the money as reimbursement for the work, the New York Post reported. The inner workings of Twitter and its cooperation with federal authorities have been coming out in tranches released by independent journalist Matt Taibbi what have become known as the Twitter files, since business magnate Elon Musk took over Twitter. I wonder if he has any more drops this week. Taby has been tweeting and the Post has been reporting screenshots of emails between the FBI and Twitter staff, with FBI flagging specific accounts for alleged civic misinformation policy violations, spam behaviors, platform manipulation, and ban evasion, asking Twitter to suspend or ban users. Come on, bro. Really? FBI? The files show that Twitter held monthly meetings with the FBI, 
Department of Homeland Security, the Justice Department and the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, the Post reported. The FBI and other federal agencies focused on social media after the 2016 election, Taby noted on Twitter, as the FBI's social media task force grew to 80 agents and Department of Homeland Security worked with outside security contractors and think tanks to pressure Twitter to moderate content. To moderate content, what does that mean? Hmm, I wonder. Taby revealed that the FBI was so aggressive in sending Twitter possible violative content to look at and go after, that an employee said the materials were a monumental undertaking that needed several employees to complete. So, instead of chasing child sex predators or terrorists, Taby tweeted, the FBI has agents, lots of them, analyzing and mass flagging social media posts, not as part of any criminal investigation but as a permanent, and in itself surveillance operation, people should not be okay with this. And can you blame him? I think he has a good point. Uh, rather than uh, going after real crimes that happens on Twitter, you know, uh, people posting, people getting assassinated, uh, trafficking, child trafficking, all that stuff, and nothing gets investigated, they want to use that platform to silence political opponents, uh, suppress uh, critical information about, uh, I don't know, maybe some type of medical therapy that's been going around all over the place. And, uh, and it's right there blatant. You know, I don't know if, I mean, you can't say that Elon Musk is a savior or whatnot, but. Uh, he is putting out the information that a lot of people have been saying for the past two years, two and a half years, three years, and it's just coming out now. Now, uh, the messed up thing is that a lot of people's attention span doesn't last that long, right? But for those that really paid attention, at least they might get some type of validation, like, okay. I, you know, I mentioned this a long time ago and everybody was calling me an idiot or whatever, but here's the proof. How much more, how much do they have to smack you in the face with it? I don't know. I don't know. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. I'm pretty sure there's going to be more to come. Oh, did they, did they release the Fauci files? I think that's what he said he was doing. The Fauci files was going to be released yesterday or, or this week. I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens with that. Uh, I'm still. <laughs> I was looking. In, I was trying to briefly look in the chat, and they're still talking about uh, how tall people are. I know Tears. The uh, it's five eleven. He is quite intimidating, and it kind of makes sense. I mean, just to go back to that. Because, you know, people that are taller, they get the better jobs, they get the better livestock, they get the better mate, right? But hey, it's all about genetics. Not, not genetics, it's all about evolution. Evolution, evolution. <clears throat> so, that's that for, uh, for the FBI and Twitter. Sorry, I need a sip. 
Ah, I know people love that. Early in the morning or whenever you're, <laughs> not really, or whenever you're uh, listening to this. Moving on. <sighs> I really got to start marking these things down. What is A tense exchange ensued between a news broad. Oh, man. So since we're talking about misinformation and like I mentioned before, there is people live in their own little universe, their own little bubble, right? And I'm going to be playing an example of people that are living in two different bubbles and how, how much it escalates to an argument, especially when it has to do with these uh, current jabs that have been coming out, you know, the past couple of years. So there's going to be, I'm going to be playing a clip. I believe it's in the UK. Maybe if Man Cave is still here, there was a show where two, two people on the panel uh, were discussing if the lockdowns were justified or useful. Now, of course, you're going to find one that claims that, you know, mistakes were made. And then the other one is just saying, like, I mean, it was completely wrong. And you can just feel, feel the escalation in in the in the dialogue, right? And and this is usually what happens in a lot of dinner tables, right? A lot of office uh, lunch tables, you know, people driving in the street or you know talking in the street. I mean, a lot of people go through this. So I mean, it's it's the real skill is to find that common that common ground. But I mean, not a lot of people are willing to do that. But here is an example of what these kind of arguments how they escalate. A, t- a tense exchange ensued between a news broadcaster and her guest over the UK's crippling lockdown policy response to COVID nineteen. GB News broadcaster Dominique Samuels clashed with businessman Kevin Craig on Monday over the UK's handling of the COVID pandemic, with Craig arguing in favor of the lockdowns. Ambition to uh, strike a, a, a chord of harmony and uh, unity, I'm afraid, is not going to last very long into this year because both of you are attributing... Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. So, uh, is, uh, we, we did our <laughs> forgot best. about that. Positivity we did our best. And, yeah. We did our best, right? But uh, I know that Monique, I hope I pronounced that correctly, by the way, yeah. forgive me, uh, New Year, uh, uh, brain fuzz, uh, and yourself, Michelle, uh, uh, you're attributing, uh, you're not agreeing with my point that it's about money. Well, I hate to introduce data and facts into NHS debates, okay? Over time, okay, spending on the NHS has, has not, uh, under this government, gone up in the way that did under Labour. And money, spending under Labour rose in real terms. It's all boring data. It's not happened since. And COVID-19, okay, we, there was a pandemic. Uh, people were dying. We didn't have vaccines, which is why the situation is much different now. And at the time, we had a national emergency. Us three, one here, two over there, have such vastly different views on how this should have been handled. We could talk about that alone all night. I think we were late into declaring lockdowns. I think we've come through in the end. I think our NHS workers did an amazing job. I don't minimise the, the reactions that some people have had to vaccines, but it was necessary. It was necessary to ultimately save I lives. I mean, looking at, looking at what's actually happening in other countries, though, I, I don't think that makes sense at all in regards Are to you, lockdowns. Well, the thing is, even, but, even looking at China, for example, you know, their population 
is, what is it, like 89% vaccinated. They had the masks, they had the lockdowns. And look what's happening there, the you idea... Say China's 89% vaccinated. You serious? Yeah, if you look at... The if, population if you, of China. Yeah, oh, if, you look at, if you look online and look at the culture of China in itself run by the CCP, there is no way... Yeah, but that people not, there wouldn't not accept about China. China is an absolute, yeah, yeah. you know, it's a basket yeah. case when it comes yeah. to COVID. So let's, we could do a whole episode. No, I don't. Let's... No, I don't think. I don't think that's a, a valid criticism of it because we use China as a blueprint no, for you, implementing no, lockdowns no here. No one here is using. So I mean, don't poo-poo China no, when no we copied them. In China, no one's talking about China. <laughs> you constantly. I've looked at your Twitter feed. You've been banging on, you know, for such a long time that you, you. You know, you think lockdowns were a total disaster. Well, I don't think I know, because when you, you actually look at case studies of other countries... But what do you know? The idea that... No, the I, no, you don't know. You, no, the idea know. that I need I to be a doctor or an expert to look at what's actually happened, know, think, which is that lockdowns have had no impact on saving people's lives. In fact, Chris Whitty has even admitted now that more people are dying than they were at the height of the pandemic because of the after-effects of lockdowns. That is factually why more people are dying in the NHS right now because lockdowns didn't work they don't work well, and the idea i know uh, you can't think they did I when sweden who I didn't implement lockdowns have the you lowest excess death tally one of the lowest know. excess death tallies you in the world well i can look at the evidence i can look at the evidence i can look at the evidence medical experts and i'm just tired the medical i'm not going to listen anymore the medical that covid19 didn't exist where did NHS I say COVID-19 didn't we exist? We hear it all the that's time. That's a leap that and you've made. It, no, that's, every that's time a I hear it now, I'm going to speak out against it. Well, I, I, I didn't say that, though. I, and I va I've vaccinated people, right? I trained good up for you. as a volunteer. And I've, good for you. I've spoken to people okay. that have had to have their legs amputated yeah, because did, of people like you pushing a vaccine. What do you mean people like me? You're talking about doctors and nurses. Pushing lockdowns, pushing vaccines when they don't work. And they've ruined people's lives. They've ruined people's lives. There's no empirical evidence that they have, I'm afraid. You know, this but there's empirical typical. evidence that they've maimed people and led to people being something. killing Don't themselves because of being facts. ignored you by people you, like you. This is crazy, people like you. It's not. You're a, it's you're not. A, you are, it's you're, not. This is almost a conspiracy theory you're it's pumping out. It's not a conspiracy out, theory. Okay? I've, I worked can, in the NHS no, I'm sorry. How can no, people, no, how can people that have been madness, to the doctors madness, and had their medical no and been medically recognised as being made disabled by the vaccines being misinformation? New Year. Disgusting, and you should be ashamed of yourself. 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 You're a disgrace. No, your views are. You are a disgrace. Your views are a disgrace. I've spoken to people who've had their lives ruined by people like you. You should be ashamed. Really? Yeah, you should be ashamed. Say that to every doctor and nurse. Say that to every single person who's been injured by these COVID-19 vaccines. Speak to doctors and see my doctors. I'm sorry, that is disgusting. You're vile. You are vile. Right, everybody. Wow, see, you see, you see how these things get escalated like this. Wow, shame. <laughs> that is that is the you just saw in real time the escalation process of of heated argument, bro. It's it's crazy. It is crazy. Don't poo poo China. Don't be poo pooing in China, bro. That's going to be your leader soon. <laughs> What's up, BP? How are you? Shannon, how are you? Thank you for joining. <clears throat> Don't be poo-poo in China. Same. Uh, 
yeah so you can understand how people that live in two of course uh one of the the gentlemen i'm pretty sure is inside the medical establishment and whether whether he might feel genuinely uh you know for all you know man-made uh interventions when it comes to health right that they're better than everything else he's a part of that industry so of course he might have some bias toward or with it and somebody else that is outside of it i think she is who's seeing the data actually right said the opposite and how it just keeps going up and up and up and then, oh man and then you just go to the uh you should be ashamed of yourself how how dare you whatever her name is how dare you of how dare you what's up mr ray did you enjoy your tiktok today how dare you <clears throat> speaking of let's get into my commercial uh, <clears throat> like i said uh we do have a patreon on wesn epic strategies network please click the link in the description box of your podcast and uh and become a patron and uh there's different tiers you get different perks you get different content uh you get behind the scenes content as well uh we are dedicated i'm tr dedicated to try and ha release one uh fresh uh different content that you're not going to find on my on the station or on the podcast just uh fresh content one once every week um so if you join and be a patron, you'll be able to get some fresh new things. You know, who knows? Maybe I might uh, give out dark, dark, deep secrets. You never know. You know, for those that are willing to pay, you'll get my, <laughs> you get my full abided attention. But anyway, <clears throat> uh, SQ, what's up, buddy? Is that you, SQ? With the no, or are you somebody else? SQ in here. What's up, buddy? Hey, shorty uh 100,000 followers and Ralph will use your vaccine what will use the vaccine as a no stop it tears no 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 <laughs> uh BP how are you man what's for breakfast what are you eating what are you eating all right, moving on. Let's see what else I got. Let's see what else I got. Um, what is it? Oh man. So there is a. There's going to be a. For those who who might not know, who are in the know, or those who are just who don't have time to pay attention. Uh, from my understanding, I don't, I'm not an I'm not an expert, or you know, in the know. But from my understanding, there's a lot of talk on what do they call it? A CBDC, a central bank digital currency. Is that the the right acronym? Yeah, central bank central bank digital currency that is going to be rolling out or has been rolling out. I think they did trial trial uh, basis on it, and it's pretty much going to be changing how we deal with money in the future i don't know when it's going to happen 
how they're planning on doing it. Are we just going to wake up and have that switch? Or are they going to let us know? Slowly they're letting us know, but, you know. But here's a uh, a clip that I got from another uh, podcast that put these things together of uh, sound clips of, uh, you know, your your people from the World Economic Forum, your people from other countries talking about CBDCs, Central Bank Digital Currency. And uh, from my understanding, I think it's just going to be a lot more digital payments than actual paper and coin, right? I mean, maybe it might still be around. Uh, one of the things that stood out to me is the fact that uh, which you might, which it might stand out to everybody else, is how they say they had to bail out to banks in the past, right? Because of you know outstanding balances or whatever. But with a CBDC, uh, all that goes away, and uh, the Federal Reserve, I think, or wherever money is printed goes directly to us or you, the consumer, without going in between a bank. So there'll be no more bailouts for the bank. But then again, the caveat is is that if they don't want you to have any money for any reason, then you don't get anything. And then you're pretty much locked out of the system, you know, society, right? That's the uh, the far, you know, uh, negative Nancy thinking of the CBDC, right? The one thing that I do like about about it, because you can tell when you send money, let's say Western Union or whatever, you know how long it takes for sending money to somebody, and how many people are taking bits and pieces of that money before it gets to where you're to where it's supposed to go right at least now with uh, blockchain technology and cbdc and all that stuff all that stuff goes away all that middleman goes away and it just goes directly to that individual and you know it'll be a lot quicker you don't have to wait seven to ten business days for money to clear right so I guess it's just, there's certain ways to look at it, but it is coming. So I just hope people are aware of it. And you know. uh, let's see what these clips are. Well, the UN put out when the UN titled the article, um, why it's good. This is a, I'm sorry, but this is a clip. I should have played this earlier, but this is a clip of a gentleman talking about starvation in the country it kind of goes around along with uh how i was saying uh, taller people get a lot of more of the resources right but uh, this gentleman is uh, talking about how it's going to be starving uh across the board at least uh you know in other countries obviously not in the united states but but you know you get well the u.n put out when the u.n titled the article um, why it's good to be hungry, why, hung, why being hungry is good. And they were saying we need people to be starving because there's all these jobs that have to be done that nobody would do and they're starving. Who said that? It was, it was an article on the UN website. Wow. Wow. And uh, like I said, Fox had me on to talk about it. They, they took it down after half a day because the backlash was so insane. Uh, but 
on the per the UN, about 868 billion, uh, million people um, could starve to death in the next 24 months, almost a billion. So in every, the next 24 months. And so at a time, so Marxism, whenever Marxism has been tried in, in uh, Russia in the early 1900s, about 25 million people starved to death. In Mao's Great Leap Forward, about 50 million people starved to death. Those were, those were horrific. And they killed them too. We're talking about almost a billion now. And so at a time when we have almost a billion people that could be starving to death, shouldn't we be trying to get as much food as possible out? We would try to do everything we can. But in Holland, they've gone and shut down the farms. They've taken over, they're trying to take over their land and they want to take over the farms and stop them from growing, um, not just food, but also um, raising cattle and meat. Um, and so now it's massive protests are happening in Holland at a time where we need more food. In the United States, the farmers are being paid not to plant. They're not allowed to plant on most of, uh, on some of their land. And they went and they petitioned the Secretary, Secretary of Agriculture and said, hey, let us plant. We can get more food. And they said, no. It's not in line with our agreement for the Paris Accord, which is the environmental thing, which is what President Trump had pulled us out of. And then Biden's very first day in office, the most important thing he had to do by executive order was put us back in. We do not yet know the full extent and the systemic and structural changes which will happen. However, we do know that global energy systems, food systems and supply chains will be deeply affected. In order to solve the climate crisis, mm -hmm. we will need to give up yes, exactly. a lot yeah. of our most cherished needs. Yes. So uh, I, I, that clip was a little bit out of order. I wanted to play that in the beginning while I was talking about the article. The op-ed that was done uh, in the New York Times uh, kind of telling people like you should, uh, you should mate with people that are shorter. <laughs> It sounds so funny. It sounds so funny. Of course, it, of course, it jumped out at me, right? But the reason why I brought that up is because it's it's like they're slowly teaching people uh, this, uh, you know, climate change uh, rhetoric, right? Like everything for climate change, everything for the environment, carbon carbon footprinting, and all that stuff. And of course, you have this gentleman that just said. You know, a lot of people are going to starve uh, for the sake of uh, climate change, right? They're going to stop production of a lot of uh, farms. Now, you can, you can uh, argue, you know, the validity that it's going, that even if they do farm, that the food is actually going to starving people, right? But at least, at least some of it would, right? But now if you stop all farming, then of course none of it is going to be going to these people that are going to be starving right 25 24 months is not you know it's only two years it's only two years so you saw how you saw the past two years that we've been living through if right now looking back it feels like it feels like a blip a blip in the in the in the matrix or whatever hey crazy Nice to see you early this morning. Wow, look at you. <clears throat> Everybody, make sure to go check out, uh, um, is it Crazy Legacy? I believe that's her name. Crazy Legacy or just crazy? K-R-A-Z-I-E-N. Crazy? Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm 
K-R-A-Z-I-E. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. What? <laughs> Where's he in? Uh, anyway. Um, <clears throat> and check out her live on Podbeam as well. She was on late last night, but I fell asleep. I was done. But anyway, back to the point is um the it's getting everybody thinking about, you know, collective globalist uh globalism and things like that. And it all sounds good, but I mean, at the, to the detriment of people that are actually starving for food, right? That's uh, that could be a problem. I personally feel like we have a lot of food here in the United States. I mean, well, however you guys feel about it, but uh, we have an excess of uh, food. Now, other countries like Africa or you know everywhere else where people are starving. You know, they don't have that. They don't have a Walmart in every every three blocks, right? They don't have an Amazon store, you know, near them. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they want to do that, right? They want to they wanna build uh, and, and, and make, uh, <clears throat> you know, make those rural areas city. But I don't know. I don't know. It's... Uh, it's, it's certain that we have to start getting used to because they're going to keep pushing it. Now, I don't know how far they're going to keep pushing it. Uh, I'm assuming maybe until the uh, 2024, then everything gets flipped back to, uh, you know, the way it was before. Well, maybe not completely, but it is what it is. <clears throat> All right. Let's see. Did I go through all my clips? What is this? I kill. Oh, <laughs> but I go back to my favorite clip of all. I kill a communist for fun, but for a green card, I gonna carve him up real nice. Shout out to all my uh, migrants coming over. Shout out to all my migrants coming over. <clears throat> it's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful, beautiful thing. All right. So say good night to the bad guy. Come on. The last time you're going to see a bad guy like this again, let me tell you. 